Are you chock full of ideas, yet unsure of what to do with them? Then this is the show for you. The mentor and the visionary will help you wade through the jungle of ideas in your mind to choose the right one that will make a great small business. They will help you unleash the hidden entrepreneur inside of you. Welcome to Idea Jungle. Episode 12. Happy New Year, Idea Jungle listeners. It is 2016 and your mentor and visionary are back for an exciting year of Idea Jungle fun. Lloyd, how is it going? I'm good. I'm good. I miss you guys. I miss you, Brandy. I miss you. I know. <laughs> We've been away. It's been like it's been like four weeks, and it feels like it's been like a whole quarter. <laughs> it's yeah. like holidays, it's all like you know, twisted in the game, as they say in the streets. Um, lots of cool business stuff has been happening, and uh, we're really excited to get back and share with you guys um, some of our lessons that we've that we've learned and. We're going to use that to influence our show for the next uh, 52 weeks. Excited, excited. Um, Yeah, so as we go through this journey, like we always say, we're going to be imparting a ton of great information to you guys based on the things that that we're learning. So um, today we are talking about um, ideas and how to sort through ideas. We all have... How to prioritize. <laughs> How do we prioritize, right? Yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I, I know that I've always had a lot of ideas. I know, Brandy, you have a thousand ideas too. It's like, where do, where do you start? Like, which idea should you do first? Which idea should you do second? Which idea should you do third? Um, yeah. So let's, so that's the conversation today. And I think, you know, I think it's, it's going to be a good one. So we yeah. kick it off. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know, like Lloyd says, I mean, creative people, creative people, either creative people who are traditionally creative, whatever that means. Anybody with a thinking mind that creates something is is a creative. Um, And most people who are going into business for themselves, even if you aren't naturally, you wouldn't naturally consider yourself a creative. I don't know, by about a weekend, you realize you're probably going to have to tap into the most creative part of your mind ever if you're going to continue um, down this road because entrepreneurs are creative. I mean, between creative math, creative cash flow, creative, um, I don't know, staffing. Like, how do you, how do you like make all this, all this stuff make sense? I mean, I think we even creatively find more hours in a day, but we think that we we can, you know, have a creative way to fit more time into into the day. And, you know, this whole concept of working for yourself comes with a need to, you know, you're constantly thinking about ideas because the whole idea is that we want, you want to win, right? We want to succeed. The whole, the whole concept of deciding to take this journey is that you want to, you want to win, whatever that means to you, you want to do it. And people that win, you got to keep, got to keep throwing darts, right? And usually like there's just all this stuff. I stuff being just ideas floating around and sometimes so many ideas that it causes you to be 
you know kind of paralyzed because there's so many you're like i'm so overwhelmed by this huge like flood of ideas huge flood of ideas that i don't even know where to go so what we we really want to help um offer up some tools um to get like to at least help you to like pull out a couple of nuggets so that you can get started not to get lost in that um that flood of paralyzing mind mess as I sometimes call it no that's great that's great um yeah I mean I think I think you're right when you say like there's so many you know when I first started on my journey um you know it's like a blank canvas right and I think about entrepreneurship I think about this blank canvas and you have the ability to literally like create anything you want on this blank canvas is like and like the possibilities are endless, right? So and you have to, as an entrepreneur, business owner, be very decisive in terms of like how you're going to design this canvas, what it's going to look like. But in your mind, you're like, yeah, it can be anything. It can be this. It can be that. I can have the sun here, and then you know, have <laughs> some fish. I don't know. I'm just talking randomly about like creating a portrait, but right. right. Um, a painting but yeah it, it's it's literally like that and you have to decide and be decisive in this in this journey if not you're going to be all over the place and have burnout i think a lot of entrepreneurs have burnout because they try to do too many things too many ideas at the same time and i've experienced that as well so it's like how do we not burn out <laughs> yeah no yeah we all have i mean i don't i don't think you're doing entrepreneurship right if you don't burn out a couple of times <laughs> I mean that's that's how you figure out your your limits you gotta burn out a few times and and that that brings up a really good point about the concept of boundaries like you know that freedom that you have when you can you know make your choices paint your own picture uh as as Lloyd was alluding to it, it, it seems super cool. You're like, oh my God, I can just canvas this blank. I could just do whatever I want. But that freedom, that's a lot because like you could, you could paint a sun or you can paint a flower or you could paint a tree or maybe you could paint a bird or maybe paint a bench or, or a river. Like it just becomes the possibilities become endless and you're like, you, you throw all this crap on the canvas and you're like, what the heck is this? And what am I supposed to do with it? And all these things that you put on the canvas are great by themselves. They, they're all really cool, but you know, you're one person with limited resources, resources being time or money or staff. And, you know, though we all want to walk around as if we are, you know, Fortune 500 companies at the very beginning, like the reality of it is, is that we're not. So <laughs> we really want to help. Um, I just like jump right into into how we uh, pick ideas. And so I'm big on I'm big on acronyms. I just I just think if you have a cute little saying, you remember you remember everything. Um, at least you know it's kind of like I never forgot. Um, please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. We learned that in math um, for the order of operation. I mean, like I've been out of 
grade school for years and <laughs> because of please excuse my dear aunt sally i can i can do all of operation until i go into the grave <laughs> and so so i'm a big fan of sayings um <laughs> and, and things of that nature so we came up with um with art like make sure that you you create uh use the the acronym art to help you um get through your ideas and so let's start with a and a i think that makes sense for this whole canvas thing that we're talking about right like that's true art. look at that it all worked together <laughs> yeah you know, it does it is it's like your work of art is your masterpiece like your idea <laughs> at the end of the day look yeah. at how we made that work look at that <laughs> <laughs> so so a um when you're prioritizing your ideas, you should ask yourself, is your um, is your idea affordable? And we're thinking, we think of affordable. We're not just thinking about money. Of course, money comes into play, but we're talking about any type of resource that um, that comes comes to mind. So um, do you have the time to do it? Do you have the capacity like staff wise and team, the materials that you need to do it? And of course the money, you know, cause that's, that's a big, a big deal. If, if you are one month from running through, you know, your savings, you have um, no no real um, income uh, foreseeable. Like you, you have no idea where it's coming from. Like you know, building a rocket, you know, a, a miniature like you know rocket probably isn't gonna yield money as quickly as if you had an idea to bake some cupcakes you can you can go you can quickly you know go to the store and turn it around fast so i mean when we're thinking about priority i think we have to be real about like our reality yeah 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 uh yeah i I think that's a good point yeah like can you afford like yeah with the acronym the first a is affordability can you afford to do it um, you know, I'm just trying to think about my own experience um, with time. Like a big piece of my business is consulting, right? I have this idea of like consulting with entrepreneurs, consulting with teams at companies, consulting with institutions like government, nonprofits. And, um, you know, right now I know I only have the capacity to work with three to four clients at a time. So I have these three different segments uh, but I've been getting most of my work from like nonprofit government agencies. So, you know, that's where I'm kind of putting most of my effort into. Um, so again, it's like, how much, I'm only one person. <laughs> so how much time can you afford uh, being one person? Or maybe you have a small team or you're, how much time does your small team have to be able to kind of uh, allocate towards the idea and uh, for you to be able right yeah yeah so look at your time yeah you have capacity to do all the ideas like i can't right now i can't service teams there's an idea that i have i want to be able to go into a company and say hey i want to design a program for you guys but at this current stage i don't have the capacity to do it right i'm just going to focus on what, what's working the idea that's working mm-hmm. now yeah and i mean if for some reason i mean because you know I, I don't know if we want to get into um making it work, you know, because there's some things, if, if there is an opportunity where you say, I want to go into teams, then you go, well, can I make that 
can I make that make sense financially? Whereas this is something that I could price um, at a premium where it is affordable to me because I can either buy back some of my time by bringing other people in um, or build your capacity. So, you know, depending on how you look at it. It's true. Sure. Um, okay, so that 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 brings us into the R, um, which is relevant. Now, when we think of relevant, we're talking about relevant, meaning, you know, is it relevant to you? Is it something that you're passionate about? Is it something that um, if you are going to give your time and your money um, and your resources to this, you know, are you are you cool with you know kind of sitting with that idea? being on the journey with that idea and does it make sense to the market now i'll give i'll give an experience about myself i'm always trying to figure out what's my next um product business like i am all like i'm a service business so i'm trying to figure out like next next phase of uh next phase what's the product so there's products that i can create that I'm, I am creating for entrepreneurs, creatives, business owners, all that kind of good stuff that makes perfect sense. But then I was, you know, I don't know if you guys know, but like, you know, like uh, fake hair um, is a huge, is a huge market. Like if people are making, you know, I don't know, billions of dollars a year off a of weave. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm looking at the market. It looks great. I'm like, oh my God, I love, I love the fact that I could, I don't, I don't know, buy some bundles and, and sell them. But then when I think about the passion that's needed in order to like sustain something like this, like I had none. So like this was not relevant at all to me, not on the passion side, because I'm not passionate at all about, um, about weave. I'm just not. I mean, the regardless of how much, you know, money you could make. So those are things you have to be really honest about yourself because sometimes I think we get into situations looking and we'll pick an idea because we think that it's gonna yield us some money. It's like, oh yeah, like this is everybody's into this. This is really, really great. And um, you know, I mean It sounds like a cliche, yeah, but it's yeah, not. Right. Yeah, yeah. You gotta be honest with yourself. Yeah. yeah, like that whole passion thing. Like, you know, you gotta be. We, we, we all heard it. You got. You should be passionate about the idea that that you want to move forward with. But again, it's not a cliche. It is real because you're gonna have a lot of sleepless nights. Brandy and I were just talking about, you know, burnout. Um, are you prepared? I mean, and I think what's what gets you through the burnout is that passion. I mean, one, you gotta eat. You're hungry. Right. Like, listen, the money. Uh, but then outside of that, it's also um, the passion that keeps you going, mm-hmm. like dealing with the doubt and the fear and all the other stuff that comes, the rejection that comes with this journey, that passion keeps you moving forward. And then uh, I think the other part, like you said, just making sure that it's relevant from the standpoint of the market wanting to um, to adopt what you're looking to bring into the marketplace is also important as well. So, you know, I think we spoke about like you know, I think you said something about like not having an A track, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, it could be the coolest thing in your mind. You may be trying to do a comeback. You want it to be like this vintage, you know, throwback thing. And guess what? That's great. But you should not pri- probably not prioritize that idea if you need money now. Like, I just don't see you making enough money off of A tracks in today's time. 
Great. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So you need an idea that people are going to buy into. Obviously, I mean, I, I think it makes sense, but um, yeah, I mean, but you'll be surprised how many people are kind of stuck on. I think ideas, we get emotionally attached to ideas. Mm-hmm. And because we have this emotion that's attached to it, we, it's hard for us to, I don't know, like disengage from it because we're so attached. Like I had an opportunity, I was stuck to a name at one point. Somebody offered, I think I might have told you the story, but I had a, I was going to have this company called Impossible Ventures. It was going to be my holding company for all my other companies. And I wound up, somebody uh, approached me to buy the name. I wound up selling it for like $30,000, a domain name, but I wasn't going to sell it because I was so attached to the name, a name that I wasn't using. My like knock some sense into me. You know, you don't like go thirty thousand dollars. Like, what are you talking about? It's a name that you're not using. And I sometimes feel the same way about ideas. Like, I get attached, mm-hmm. and it's just like that's that idea sucks, Lloyd. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I think in business, you can't make it this emotional thing. Yes, I know. And I am. Hold one second, guys. Look at that. We are. Okay. Look at that. The life of an entrepreneur. We got a lot of things going on. <laughs> Lots of things going on. <laughs> Calls coming in and all that fun stuff. <laughs> that's cool. So, so yeah, no, I, that's that's true. And you know, I think the emotion, the attachment to an idea, is a real thing that we have to like kind of keep in mind um, as entrepreneurs. Being being flexible and just kind of open like you say impossible ventures you had this you know this very like frozen concept of this is going to be my domain this is going to be my holding company this is what i bought it for and someone came to you like lloyd i got a million dollars you like no (laughs) (laughs) this is mine it's like really like you don't think there's another good idea in you like you know like that's another thing too like trust that Something else will come. Like it's 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 just an idea. Like we hold on to ideas that's so so close to our heart, you know. And a lot of people equate businesses to you know your baby, which is a very um you know we get attached to your kids. I, I, I'm assuming you will get attached to your child, right? But like an idea hasn't even really you know it's an idea. You know, mm-hmm. be flexible, be open. You know, trust. Yeah, yeah. Trust. And 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 they and you have a million, right? That's why we're talking about prioritizing them. So if one goes, you know, another one comes sliding in. <laughs> so the T, the T in art is uh is tested. Um, so you know, you gotta make sure, like in your mind, a lot of times in your mind, you believe that something is is great and it's gonna work, and you know that is that it's gonna work. But you got to make sure that people who are going to give you money for your idea believe that it's going to work. Because that's 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 how you really test an idea. Just because you think it's good doesn't really mean anything if, if you don't have a market to, to back that up fiscally. Right. Yeah. 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 And I think, you know, and sometimes like the testing, I, I may have mentioned this on a previous show, the testing can lead just like you're saying, it can lead to additional funding that can help you to get to the next idea. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I've spoken on the show before about, you know, a client that I had at my old company. You know, she started selling. She, her idea was to have a beauty supply store. 
And then she started out selling beauty supply products at uh, flea markets. Mm. Got enough, you know, built a community of people. And then from there, she was able to kind of get investors based on the traction she built and what she tested at these flea markets. And then was able to get the money she needed to actually open up her beauty supply store. And now she has two of them. Mm. So it's it's uh, like this... You know, small beginning, start small, start with that small idea. Although you have this big grand vision, this big grand, all these other ideas, just start, you know, start small, test it, see if it works, build a community around it. Um, and then from there, sky's the limit. You have 20 stores, 100 stores. <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> do so many different things, create, hear, hear, hear events, I don't know, conferences. That might be another idea that you have. So I think we also spoke about how do, how do the ideas that we have, how are they, how do you group the ideas together? Because sometimes you might have a lot of ideas and they might all kind of uh, be categorized under like, uh, they might complement each other. That's a better uh, word. Yes. How do these ideas complement each other? And which one should I do first um, that will lead me to the next? What's the smallest thing that I can do now that will generate cash or that will lead me to the next idea that complements the first one? Mm-hmm. And they're all building off of each other um, and complementing each other. Yeah. So you got to think about it that way as well. Yeah, that's true. I mean, because and 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 just because you you know you're prioritizing ideas, prioritizing ideas, you're grouping ideas together. Um, you know, keep. I think a good way too. I mean, we talk about part of it. Keep like a book or a journal or some type of documenting tool. To be able to uh, just kind of keep keep order, keep some track of all of these ideas that come. Because like, you know, Lloyd says, if, if you have an idea, something else comes to you and you start to group things together, something that you have might might not work that well by itself. Or it could make sense now because you can clump it in with something else that's, you know, current or um, top of mind at, you know, now. So, yep. Yep. That's bad. This is great. So get that cash flow, people. Make sure you have ideas that uh, that's going to generate money. <laughs> <laughs> the whole idea is for you to uh, create your work of art. You can yes. create your idea that is affordable, relevant, and tested. That is that is your art. So, um, guys, we hope that. Um. 2016 is going to be an amazing year for you. I don't know if you guys follow Chinese astrology, but I, it's one of my, uh, I, I like following Chinese astrology. And this is year of the fire monkey. And um, that's kind of exciting. Even if you're not a monkey sign, um, I happen to be a monkey sign, so I'm super excited. But even if you're not <laughs> a monkey sign, um, the, the, it's a year of uh, fire as far as the, the natural element. And fire is is a resource that, you know, when you first like see like fire, it's like a spark and it's small. And then, of course, as it gets more like wind and stuff, it kind of, you know, kind of grows and it becomes really colorful and and interesting and it's it's unpredictable um you know that's kind of what 2016 can be so you know word on the street and and chinese philosophy is that you know the beginning 
of 2016 is going to be all about your preparation and, and kind of getting things going like slowly. And as long as you continue to put in the work, it'll continue to build. And by the end of the year, like September, October, November, December, if you have done the work, you should yield some amazing results. So um, we're hoping that this first episode of Idea Jungle 2016 will help you to start, you know, figuring out what idea you're going to set up to strike a match to and and, and uh, maximize the, the fire monkey energy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm looking forward to it. I'm motivated now. I'm inspired by that. Thank you. I didn't know. I'm over with Googling Fire Monkey now. <laughs> anytime, anytime. So, guys, we hope this helped you create your work of art. Um, have a great, great week. We will be back next week. We were going to be back consistently in 2016. <laughs> <laughs> giving you guys all of that good idea, jungle knowledge. If you um, have any questions for us, feel free to contact us at dailydynamic.com. And um, I want to say by probably by the end of the first quarter, we will have a um, an Idea Jungle social media handle. We're not sure exactly which one yet because, you know, we got to figure out which one we can manage most effectively. <laughs> You know, we don't want to have 25 of them because we don't, we can't afford it right now. We don't have, we don't have the capacity. Um, We're going to pick one and uh, give you guys an opportunity to reach out to us on some social media vehicle um, by the end of the first quarter. But for now, check us out, touch base with us at uh, dailydynamic.com and leave comments on uh, our iTunes um, account so that we can, uh, you know, get in touch with you. Lloyd, any final words for this episode? Um, I think you you rocked it. I, I mean, I don't. There's something else to say. I can't follow that. I'm just happy to be back. Happy to uh, you know reconnect with everyone. And yeah, we look forward to an awesome 2016. It's gonna be it's gonna be amazing. I already, I feel it. Yeah, so. right. Me too. Cool. Well, great guys. Thanks again for coming to the Idea Jungle. We hope um, this helped you navigate through all of the creative beauty that exists within your mind. Until next week, take care. Check out Idea Jungle every Wednesday at dailydynamic.com.